Hello and welcome to the Fit for Life podcast with your host, Alan Fitton. In this podcast, I will be covering fitness-related subjects and my experiences to do with nutrition, building muscle and weight loss, to name a few, and how, above all, to keep fit for life. Hello and welcome back to the Fit for Life podcast with your host, Alan Fitton. Uh, today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about um, being overweight. And there's a stigma going around at the moment that's saying that um, obesity is a disease. Being overweight, overweight is a disease that is being seen that way. Um, and I wanted to give a bit of my input on it from my experience of being bigger Obviously, for the majority of you know that I was heavily overweight for the majority of my younger life. Um, age 22, I lost two, seven stones, sorry, over the span of two years. Um, and I want to talk about what I've gone through since then to stay in better shape um, and the life adaptations I've had to make to stay in better shape. Um, but also, I want to give a bit of information in regards to how hard it can be for people genetically um, from a weight loss perspective that may have a bit of a, a genetic um, underlying issue there that may make life a little bit harder for them you know, to lose weight or to be more perceptive to weight gain or be, be hungrier. Um, so let's start from the top. So the literature does dictate that genetically you can have somewhat of a disadvantage to, to you know, making life harder for yourself to drop weight or you may be more accustomed to putting weight on. Um, so the, the leverage here percentage-wise is about 15 to 20% if that. So it's not like it's a 50% marker to the fact that, you know, just from you living, you have a 50% greater chance of putting weight on or holding weight through genetics. We're talking like a 15 to 20% variable here. Um, so, you know, with the variable being that small, can we really look at that and be like, that is the reason why people are overweight. That is the reason why we are in a obesity uh, you know, pandemic. Uh, is, that is the reason why we're in the mess we're in. There's not enough there to say that that is one particular thing. Um, my, myself, a lot of my family do struggle with, with weight, um, more so my mum's side of the family. Um, now, there's lots of contributing factors to the reason why that could be. We're not just gonna suddenly sit here and go, ah, oh, genetically. There's something in the genetics because it's very easy in today's society to blame something else. It's something that, that we have, as a society, got accustomed to. We, we don't take ownership for anything ourselves. It's easier to, to, to blame um, genetics, to blame sugar, to blame takeaways, fast food, all these other varying factors. And let's just blame them and not be accountable ourselves. When realistically, for the majority of people, I hate to say it, eat the wrong things, are too inactive, and don't do enough. It is as brass tax as I, as simple as that. Myself being bigger, I eat a lot of the wrong things. I didn't eat a lot of, I didn't eat a lot, lot, and I was very inactive. Those two things put together, which along with side, I reckon I probably have got a, a, a genetic disadvantage, but I would never for one second sit here and say to you, oh, I was overweight, it was down to my genetics, because Everyone's different. Everyone is dealt a different hand of cards to someone else. Myself, for me to stay in good shape and to stay fitter, healthier, and leaner in a better 
body composition, I have, I have adapted my lifestyle and my way of living so I can stay in better health and fitness and in shape because then my mental health is better, I'm happier, I feel better, my training is better, everything in my life is better. And I can't change my genetics, I can't change the way I am. I've been bigger, so it's a lot easier for me to put weight on because I've been bigger. Also, you know, also add in the fact of, of perhaps a genetic disadvantage. I can't, excuse me, sorry, I can't completely say whether that's true or not. But those things factored together does make life harder for myself. So. I could, you know, I've got two options here. I can either think, oh, fuck it, this is the way I'm meant to be. Just eat and eat and eat. Don't do a lot of training and just be a lazy, burnout individual. Put weight on. Feel unhappy, low self-esteem, not happy with myself. Um, I'd possibly take 20, 30 years off my life, have a heart attack, have a stroke, get cardiovascular disease, have heart disease. All these things could potentially happen to me if I decide to do that, that approach, throw the towel in and blame everything else in life. Or I have the opposite side of the, the coin to which the way I have gone with life, I'm a PT, um, I'm an online coach, fitness, training and wellness is my lifestyle and my life. And I have adapted the way I eat and my lifestyle to counteract the fact that I put weight on so easily. So Monday to Friday, I watch what I eat. I stay within somewhat of a calorie deficit Monday to Friday. So then at the weekends, I can go out for a meal with my family, my friends. I can go for, for a boozy night. I can have some chocolate. I can have all those things that I like to have. And nine times out of 10, those things tend to happen on a weekend when you're being social with your family and friends. So Monday to Friday, I have a pretty strict diet in the week. So I know that I, I make sure that I'm getting enough calories in, I'm getting enough protein in. I train five or six days a week. So I'm active, I'm training, I'm you know building on my physique, um, burning some calories, but I don't go to the gym to burn calories. I go to the gym to improve myself, to train hard, to work on my mental health, my CV health. Um, my muscular shape and size um, because, you know, my own goals to maybe compete again someday. Um, so being active and fit and training, you know, I enjoy that. It's good for my, my mental health. I don't go to the gym to burn calories. I go to the gym to be active, to lift, to train, to look, to look good, to feel good and be happy. So, you know, given the fact I've been bigger, as I said, um, I'm very accustomed to put weight on. You know, there's some people out there that struggle to put weight on. Um, I'm the opposite. I put weight on so damn easily. So with the cards I have been dealt, I have adapted my lifestyle and the way I live so I can stay in good fitness, in good health, feel good and feel happy. Um, for me, turning around and saying, oh, it's a genetic issue. It's a blame. Let's blame sugar. Let's blame this. Let's blame that. It's blaming something else. And as I said, you are born the way you're born. You have to adapt yourself so you can still be fitter, healthier, and work on yourself. Um, to say that being overweight or putting weight on is, is a genetic disease is ridiculous because by saying it's a genetic disease, kind of brands it as something that you can't control. And we can all control how much food we put in here. That's a choice. We all get hungry. I don't doubt that for a second. But the types of food you pick to eat and put in there is your choice, no one else's. If you decide to have a takeaway every night, if you decide to eat loads of chocolate, you decide to eat loads of crisps and all these, these foods that we don't get a lot from, uh, nutritionally, doesn't, isn't very satiating, doesn't fill you up. More than likely, if you have a diet that's comprised of all these things, you, you are gonna be very hungry because there's no substance to them. It isn't gonna keep you full for very long. So right there, you have a choice. And you have a choice to either educate yourself 
and to learn about nutrition, how much you should be eating, and to either drop weight and change the way you are, or equally, you have the choice to not do that and to be bigger and to put weight on and to blame everything else around you. Now, not for one second saying that everyone has that choice because there's other things in life that factor um, these things happening. There's, you know, the, the, the statistics to say that, you know, if your, pe- your parents are bigger, more than likely not, you're going to be bigger too. Um, there's education. We're not educated enough about, you know, movement, health, and nutrition. Uh, there isn't enough done in schools about it. You know, it's just brushed over a simple subject. Um, and also there's the climate and, and the things that you live in and the people that are around you. You know, all these things do impact massively, but there's always the choice to want to learn and improve. Um, and through educating people more so through schools, through putting information on the back of life, packages of food, what we're putting in the mouth, how many calories we should be eating to maintain our weight, um, what we should be doing in an activity perspective, i.e. walking more, training more, sin on our asses less. Um, these things will help us be fitter, healthier, happier, and stay in a better shape. The more that, that we ignore these things and shunt it or play the blame game, blame sugar, blame fats, blame carbs, blame genet- genetic um, disorders, blame, you know, the things around us, our parents, our upbringing, all this stuff, we all have a choice. You have a choice as how much you want to change for the better and improve yourself to make sure that you are fitter, healthier, happier, so that you live a long time because we all get one life on this earth and it's all limited by your your choices and the choice you decide to make. Now, if you're not educated, I mean, when I think back to when I was bigger, um, I wasn't educated at all. I always, when I, when I, I told my, 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 my story in the very first episode, I always say that people have the knowledge of what good, and eat, good or bad eating is. And we shouldn't label foods as being good or bad. But there's foods that are better for us and there's foods that aren't quite as good for us. And I think everyone on this planet knows realistically what we should be eating more of. We should be eating um, lots of fruit in our diet. We should be eating lots of vegetables in our diet. We should be eating lots of lean, lean meats in our diet. Um, lots of fibrous foods. Plenty of water. Everyone on this planet that's been through school knows that. Majority of people in secondary school know that. Primary school, I think a majority of people in primary school would know that too. So if we have that foundation basic knowledge, to, to me, there's no reason why anyone on this planet could not make a decision to eat better and to make better, healthier choices. Um, and all that needs to happen is that needs to be drilled more and more through our schools. And the more that people make like claims and accusations like they are doing, that like, saying that like being overweight and bigger is a disease, the more that we are enticing people to play the blame game and be like, oh, it's a disease. I can't help it. This is the way I am. And it's just not true. Um, we need to be coaching people and going like, no, being overweight isn't a disease. Maybe a bit of a, a disadvantage, but no matter what, you can adapt and no, more, no matter what, you can improve. Now, there's people with disease and things that obviously that are, are quite um, stationary and don't move a lot. So for these individuals, it is pretty darn hard for these people because they don't move a lot, so they don't burn a lot of calories, they're quite sedentary and they're sat on the spot. And those people, yes, it could be harder for, but those people aren't the, are not the majority of our population. They shouldn't be forgotten about. They should be educated just the same as everyone else. So for those for those people, obviously, it will be much more difficult because they're 
calorie burning expenditure will be a lot less than the majority of people. But for the majority of us that go go out every day, go to work, have the capability to go to a gym, to make healthier choices and, and to be better ourselves, um, we have the option and we have the power to improve and to make ourselves better. Um, and we should be focusing less on trying to brand things as a, a bloody disease, such as obesity, um, and focus more on coaching people and being better, giving education and information to people so it strives people to be better um rather than just being oh let's label that because that makes life easier because i think today's culture and society we just we just we just want things to come easy i just want to play the play, play play the blame game and no one wants to put the hand up and be like you know what it's no one else's fault to the fact that i'm overweight it's me it's my doing i'm doing this i have the power to change it i can change it if you don't know how to change it, then I'm going to outsource a PT. I'm going to outsource a nutritionist. I'm going to outsource an online coach. I'm going to get some help. I'm going to go and do a course. I'm going to go online. I'm going to go and study health and fitness or sports coaching in college at a, a nighttime course. I'm going to educate myself to be better. There's countless like YouTube videos and things out there now, uh, podcasts like this one up out there that give you knowledge, power, freedom um, to make these changes yourself. So why not start making the change now? That's my question to you. If you're listening to this podcast and you're big, you struggle with weight loss and things, you know, I am an online coach. I'm a personal trainer, mobile PT. I'm a mobile PT I'm on Southport. Um, I am online. I do on, online coaching as well, where I coach everything from doing your nutritional plan to giving you nutritional coaching to giving you weekly check-ins, being your 24-hour PT, being there, your accountability coach more than anything to make sure that we're getting you from A to B and making changes for your lifestyle for the better. Um, this help is out there, but you have to get after it and get it yourself. And the more we ignore these things, the harder it gets as we get older. Um, you know, I want to start, you know, this year myself, I'm looking at currently, you know, going off the subject there because I think I've spoken about that enough. I think I've gone on enough. Um, I want to start more, I want to get into schools. I want to get into a bit more motivational speaking because I think for my, what I've achieved and the positivity that I have within me um, and my approach to life my positivity is all because of, of that weight I dropped and I I you know I, I say to people all the time that I'm like an, an, an energizer bunny I'm like the Joe bunny because I have this consistent positivity like just energy that I, I find is like limitless for life and I truly believe that's there because when I when before I lost my weight I was depressed I was quiet I was unconfident low self-esteem I was withdrawn I was just I was just hidden and I just I stayed hidden in my room forever. Um so shut off from the world, which you know, it's not you know I think a lot of people struggle with depression that are bigger. They'll go to a doctor and the doctor's very quickly like, here's some tablets. In actual fact a doctor should be saying to these people, actually, let's get eating a bit better, let's lose a bit of weight, get moving more. And I guarantee for the majority of those people that are feeling that way will feel better from just being fitter and healthier making a lifestyle change, um, losing weight, losing a bit of weight will give them confidence and wake them up. I always say, like, I, I turn from the no man to the yes man. And that's what I, what I want to do with this bit of this motivational speaking because I do believe that we're in a pandemic of obesity. And I do believe it's up and down the country. I do believe it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Um, and I think, you know, people need to be made to understand how much of a positive impact it can have on, on you. And, you know, not only just your physical health, but your mental health and the route you're going in life. You know, I, if you said to me like 12 to 15 years ago that I'd be a PT and an online coach doing a podcast, 
training people at the houses, you know, coaching people, having online clients across the world, looking, thinking about, you know, writing a book, doing a motivational speaking. I would have laughed at you. I'd have been like, what are you on about? Me? The most quietest, insecure, so, you know, low self-confidence, like, timid person you'd ever meet doing all that, I'd have been like, shut up. I'd like, shoot me dead. That would never happen in a month or Sundays. Um, and if that can somehow show you the positivity of how becoming fitter and healthier and how that can switch you on mentally and give you this clarity and this focus and this positive limelight, like all, all the stuff that how I am on like my Instagram, my socials and all this stuff is not false. This is me. This is how I am now. Um, and, you know, put it in a jar and sell it. Fuck. <laughs> I make some books on that. Um, but no, I just, I just want people to be able to see, you know, how of an impact it made to me losing weight and how it gave me focus and a drive and, and a path for life. Because I didn't know where I was going in life before I, I did all this, before I lost the weight and done what I've done now. I, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of a bit lost. I was in retail management and that, I just fell into that job because I was in retail for a long time. Um, but, you know, through that transformation, that loss got me on the path that I'm on now. And I am like, you know, the people that I coach and train with that are my clients are, you know, I motivate, give them value and educate them. And I see them making, you know, I see that they're like heads switching on. Like I did a life coaching course as well. And, you know, I, I love aspects of that. I think PT isn't just like, it's not just like physical. And I went to a mental health expo uh, last week on Friday with uh, Sam Jalla. Um, he's doing his book there, had an interview there and stuff. And I was very lucky to be invited with him. And like being at mental health space, like mental health is blowing up. And that was our first expo in the UK in Bolton. And like the people there that were working with charities, the people that were working with, um, that themselves had businesses and things that they were doing to like help with mental health and the things that they were doing. Um, it's, it's, it was called, uh, the expo was called It's Mental. It's on my Instagram, um, at Coach by Alan. Um, can we, can we, we doing a website, um, and different things. So keep your eyes and ears posted for that. Um, but what they were doing there was like, it was incredible. And every person I met and chatted to was like on the same level as me. They were like positive, like um, positive wellness coaching. They were like just positive, just help it, wanted to help people. Um, just like I walked out of there after being there the whole day. I sat in my car for like an hour after I was eating the nicest Indian curry and rice in my life. Um, it was like, it must have been boiled chicken. It was incredible. Um, and I sat there for an hour. I was like, I, I just felt so positive and just like, just a feel good aura and just being around surrounded by people like that for that day was just incredible. Um, and all that kind of stuff is, is only, we only just starting to get into that benchmark now, but it's all improving. And as I said, you know, PT and what I do, you know, it has such an impact on our mental health, being fitter and healthier. It, it's, it's underrated. It's not spoken about enough. It's over. We're going to a gym, going to a trainer and getting fitter and healthy, losing weight. But the impact that it has on your mental health is incredible. I can't put into words how much it wakes you up, gives you positivity, a focus for life, as well as just physical health, you know, it, and it affects everything, your relationships, your job your friends, your family, you motivating other people, all walks of life, it, it affects everything, rubs off to your children and everything, it's so damn important. So yes, I think that's enough. I think I've gone on for long enough here. Uh, this is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, let me know if you're, what you're thinking of this podcast. I hope you are enjoying them. Sam Jalas from last week was absolutely incredible. Like, he's, I'm so humbled to have him as a friend. Um, 
is such a charisma and such a positive individual. Um, so humbled to have so many people around me. Um, we've got a big one coming next week from an athlete from Southport Wab. Um, but yeah, so please let please you know help me out here. If you're enjoying this, you're enjoying the content, and it's making a day to you. Please give this a share on your socials. Put it on your Instagram, on your Facebook. Please give it a share. Give me a review, comment, subscribe, all the rest of it. Um, I have got a GoFundMe page that I'm setting up as well now because I do this all for free. I'm not getting any you know, monetization from this. I just do it from the goodness of my heart because something that I'm passionate about, that I'm enjoying about. And if you enjoy it and you want it to improve and you want to invest in it, I'm going to be putting up a GoFundMe link up just to be like, if you want to add a few pennies to me, do. I'm going to be making a separate account just for this to improve it further because I've got some big guests coming up that I'm going to be going down to like the likes of Swansyov up and down the UK that are people that have got um, physical disabilities that are training in fitness and they're just incredible people. And these are the people that I want to outreach to, you know, I, I want to get acclimatized with lots of different people on here. Um, but, you know, if, if you're enjoying this and you feel like you want to give something back, um, you know, I'm going to put a link up. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to share it. It'll probably be in this somewhere, uh, either on the link in here or I'll, I'll put it through me through my socials, uh, through the Instagram. No, I'll tell you what, I'll put it on the Instagram, um, what do you call it, podcast page, at the Fit for Life podcast. Um, I'll be the link at the bottom of there and you can go and just make a contribution, a pound, 50p, no matter what it is. I'll keep that to a separate account and it just means that when I'm traveling or I'm getting new equipment and things, it's just little pennies I can put into improving this and if it continues to do well as what it is and we start doing more episodes you know it, the, the sky's the limit to where i want this to go to um so just a big thank you for the bottom of my heart for from everyone that is here that is listening that is coming back week in week out um i know it's been a mixture of two weeks i've had some equipment issues i'm going to be getting a sort of new macbook and a few different things to help further and as you know this stuff is, is costly that's why i set up the little fund me page um but i just want to do more um, do better and continue to, to grow this further because it's something that I'm passionate about. All the people on here are awesome. You, the listeners, are awesome. So just thank you for all your support and everything. Um, if you're looking for an online coach, obviously at Coach Bay Allen uh, on my Instagram, on my socials, all that jazz. Um, and there, that's me done. So thank you for tuning in. Um, this is Wednesday, as I said, another guest on next week. You don't want to be a guest every week. You want to mix it up a little bit. Any feedback, anything you want to give to me, um, Alan Fitton PT at iCloud.com. Give it a rate. Give it a review. Thank you for being here. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you in the next one. That's a wrap and I'll see you guys soon.